Have you ever felt like giving up? I have. But you don't have to feel that way. Because when you know that God had a purpose for you when you were born, then you will understand that you don't have to give up and that you have all the resources on the inside of you, everything that you need to fulfill that purpose for your life. And you will find fulfillment in that purpose when you realize that you already have everything on the inside of you. So please stay tuned until after the intro so that we can just encourage each other so that we can almost like rise on wings as eagles and just do what we were called and purposed to do. Welcome to the Rise and Shine show where we help you to become the leader that you were born to be. The show is proudly brought to you by Sunshine Harvest. And now let's move on to today's episode. Hello, this is Yanni from the Rise and Shine show. Welcome to today's episode. And today I encourage you to never give up. Now, why would I dwell on this topic? Have you ever felt like giving up? If you're like me, you might have many times feel to give up. But you know what? I'm so glad you didn't give up. I didn't give up and today I'm very grateful for that because I've learned lots through the process and that's why I can be here today so that I can share with you and encourage you to never give up. So whatever happened in your life, I'm here to help you to see maybe just something that you need to get to the next step in your life. Because even before you were born, God had a purpose for your life. And it's only in finding that um, purpose of God for your life that you will find fulfillment in living God's purpose for you. And the day when you were born, it's as if there was a seed placed inside of you. And like we dealt in the previous episodes, when you find that gift and you start refining that gift and developing that gift, that's when you become useful for God's purpose that he... uh, gave birth to you and that's how you really find fulfillment as well and that's where you can start making a difference not only in your own life and the lives of your family but also in that of your community so we're gonna touch a little bit on some of the things we touched in the previous episode because it's very relevant for where we are today on this topic because you and I need to move on and we need to grow And that's why I think sometimes we get to a place where we think, oh my goodness, what am I going to do next? I don't really feel I can go on. But you know what? When you sit back and you you sit still and you just encourage yourself in the Lord, then you realize it's as if strength just builds up from the inside. And there's many things that I will share with you through this episode that you will understand and that will also give you some, some wisdom probably to move on and to realize that what is happening is not something that is permanent. It's just something maybe sometimes to hold you back or it's something just to stop you so that you can just take stock and say, but what do I need to get there? And then you can regroup again and you can move forward. Now, my question to you, would you like to say, I have fought a fight, I have finished my course and I've kept the faith? Wouldn't you like to say that at the end of your journey that's really what what i'm encouraging you here so that you can at the end of your race that you can see say but i fought a good fight 
I've run my race and I've completed my race. And that's really what it's all about. And when we look back at why God created you and the mandate that he gave you and me right at creation, he said, be fruitful, multiply, distribute this gift that he's given us and then subdue and dominate uh, and have dominion on the earth through this. And like you've seen in the past episodes, when you and I do this, we make a difference in our societies and that's what we need to do because the dark side always wants to push its agenda and it wants to push out light and that's what we're standing against. That's really what we're standing against. And you know, although we look around us and we see that everything seems temporary and that's almost how we indoctrinated. We think everything is temporary, but you know, there are certain things that are not temporary. And those things that are not temporary, those things that are eternal, those things that are permanent, are the things that are invisible. And for you and I to get those invisible things into this realm, that's really what it's all about. And listen to uh, what the prophet said here when he still prophesied about Jesus. Now, this was hundreds of years before Jesus was actually born. And the prophet said here, of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end to order it and to establish it with justice and with righteousness. Now, listen, from now until forever. So whatever God does, he makes it permanent. And he wants you and I to get that mindset, to get that understanding so that what you and I do, that we will not do it with a mindset, oh, it's just temporary. What you do today may have a difference or make a difference in people's lives even two, three, four hundred years from now. Now, this may sound ridiculous to you. Now, why? Because we have been indoctrinated and uh, brought to the point where we think but everything is temporary. How can what I do now have an effect hundreds of years from now? But just look at your country. When your country was, was formed and um, was established, that might have been hundreds of years ago. And some of, some of the, the countries have been established thousands of years ago, or those nations, like the Israelites, for example. It's many, many thousands of years since they've been established. I'm not talking about physical Israel today in the Middle East. But everything that God does has effect on generations to come. And you and I have an obligation. We've got a purpose to make a difference in our own lives, in the lives of our children, and also in their children's lives. So that's why this is so important. And... Even right in the beginning, when God made everything, everything that he made, the moment after he made it, he said, this is good. And when God says something is good, it means it's established and it's established forever. And even um, one of the other prophets, he says, uh, God is for you. He even has an expected end for you. He gives good thoughts does he have and he gives you those thoughts so that you can know that you have an expected end so when you feel discouraged and you don't feel like going on just know god has got good thoughts for you so that you can have an established end and 
to get that established in, you must tune in to what God has for you. And that's where God's purpose becomes relevant in your life. Because if you don't fulfill that purpose, then you will not be able to have that expected end as God is talking about here. Now, let me just share something with you here. And this may be a little bit of controversial thing. I haven't really heard many people talking about this. And most people that talk about this talk about it the other way around. But just listen to this. Just after the, uh, the fall in the Garden of Eden, this is what God said after man fell and, and this whole thing happened and um, they basically gave their power and their authority over to, to the evil one. God says here, the man has become like one of us, knowing good and evil. Now listen to this. And now the man might reach out his hand and take also from the tree of life and eat and live forever. You and I were never made by God so that we should die. God never made us to die. We were supposed to live forever. But we had to eat from the tree of life. But God didn't tell them specifically, do not eat of the tree of life, because then they might have eaten of the tree of life. But here he says, if they eat of the tree of life, then they will live forever. So you and I were never made to, to die. Even when you look at the medical profession today in science, there are many that look at the, at the human body and they say the human body was never made to die because we get replenished all the time. Our cells, there's so many cells that they die off and they, and they rejuvenate all the time. It's being said that our bone structure, our whole skeletal makeup gets regenerated every seven years. So every seven years, you basically get a totally new bone structure. And that is just to show that, that what God intentional, God's intention was right at the beginning is even relevant today. And even science uh, takes that and they, they know that it's really the truth and yet people still die. But that's all I'm going to say on that because that's another topic that we maybe uh, will dwell on some other time. And, you know, when Paul, the apostle, when he says also, and when he encourages people, he says, do you not know that all those who run in a race, but one receives the prize, so run that you may obtain it. And here he's not talking about you and I competing against each other. Here he's talking about you and your race. I've got my race that I have to run and you need what I have and I need what you have and millions of others need what you have. That's why I believe you need this encouragement today. And sometimes it's not so easy because when a discouragement come and obstacles come, then we many times we feel, how can I go on? For example, uh, um, when the Israelites, when they were taken in captive, into captivity. At one stage, God ro rose up one of the, the heathen kings. And he, through this king, gave permission that the Israelites can go back to Israel and go and uh, rebuild the temple in Jerusalem. So they, they got there and there was so much opposition from all over that they couldn't really continue building. 
and they succumbed to the resistance and eventually they stopped rebuilding the temple. And I think it was 18 years later, you will find this in the book of Haggai and, and also Zechariah. And ne Nehemiah also talks about this. And there God in the book of Haggai in chapter 1, God comes to them and he says to them, What is happening here? Why do you live in nicely paneled homes and my house lies in ruins? He says, I've got it against you. So God was speaking to them not to rebuke them for living in, in homes necessarily, but God rebuked them because they didn't do what he told them to do because he had a purpose for sending them back, giving them everything that they need, all the, the resources, all the building material. This heathen king he paid for it, but they didn't do what God told them to do. And the same with you and I today. When we listen to the news media, when we um, listen to what they, in the education system, what they teach the children, what they teach the young people, we are being indoctrinated by things that seems as if everything is just going to ruins. And you and I, because we are born again children of the Most High God, we've got an obligation to um, uh, establish God's kingdom here on the earth. We cannot do it on our own. But God says, let my kingdom come on earth as it is in heaven. And he's chosen to, to do it through you and to do it through me. That's why you and I have a purpose to make a difference in the people's lives all around us. And when things become hard, Jesus says, for example, he says, cast all your care upon me because I care for you. Do you hear that? You don't even have to... Uh, carry that that heavy thing on you you don't have to do that Jesus says he says um, take my yoke upon you because my yoke is soft and my burden is light so bring it to me all you who are heavily laden and and and, um, and work hard he says bring it to me so that I can carry it so that you don't have to carry that heavy load because when you and I try to carry that heavy load that's considered pride why is it pride? Because I'm basically saying, Lord, I can do it on my own. I don't really need you or you can't really carry my load. No, he said, that's why I died for you. That's why I came so that you can have life, so that you can have life abundantly. And that life abundantly is not just so that you can live abundantly, but so that you can also help others to live abundantly because that's why each one of us have a part to play. It's like a body. We are part of the body of Christ. So each one of us have a specific function. We've got a specific purpose. And without you, I cannot function as I'm supposed to function. Really, I'm encouraging you. Take this message to heart because you and I have received everything that we need, everything. Like Peter the Apostle, he says, by God's divine power, he has given us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who has called us by his own glory and excellence. And then he goes further and he says, by this, God has given us exceedingly great and precious promises. Now, what is a promise? A promise is something that's not really fulfilled yet. So if you stop, if you give up, you're never going to realize these promises and see these promises coming into fulfillment that God has given you. You're never going to see that. And he wants you to see that. Remember, 
what um, the other prophet says. He says, God has an expected end for you. That's why he's got good thoughts for you. So you have to get God's thoughts so that you can live according to those thoughts. And you know what? Eventually, here also with Peter, he says, so that we can be partakers of the divine nature. God even gave you and I his divine nature because he wants companions. He wants children. He don't just want slaves. He doesn't want people just to work for him. That's not what it's all about. But he wants us to run with um, perseverance that race that he's given you. He wants you to run with that perseverance and never to, look, to, to give up and never to look back. And you know, many, many years ago, um, I was sitting and I was, I was just meditating and, and the Lord gave me the scripture. It's in, I think it's in Matthew 22, Matthew 22, 29. I think, and where uh, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, they came to Jesus and they had all kinds of stuff that they asked him, but they actually asked him these things to trick him. And then this is what he said to them. He said, you err, you make mistakes because you do not know the scriptures and you do not know the power of God. And when you and I get to know the scriptures, through the scriptures, we begin to understand what God has placed in us, because God has spoken those things. First of all, it was a spoken word. Then the people who wrote it down, then they only wrote it down. So when God, when you read the scriptures, you basically hearing God speaking through those people, because it also said that the script, all, all scripture, every scripture is God breathed. It means God has inspired it in those people that spoke it. And I believe even these words that I'm speaking to you today is God breathed, that God is speaking through me so that you can receive these words and apply it in your life and so that you can move on from here. And there's so many things that we can talk about, but when you feel like giving up, just go and sit back and sometimes maybe just get to a quiet spot, close your eyes and just Think on the good things that has happened in your life before. Think of the good things. Think of the things where God helped you to be strong so that you can move on. And maybe it's little things. And I always encourage uh, people, and I'm encouraging you now, even if there's the slightest, the slightest little thing that is a change in the positive, Glorify God for that. Praise Him for it. And just jump up and down. But let, let that attitude of gratitude just come out. And like they say, uh, your, uh, the height that you are uh, is determined by your attitude. Your altitude is determined by your attitude. And that is so important because sometimes when we feel we want to give up, it's just thoughts that came and some or all these things around us just feel as if it's overwhelming. And it doesn't have to be. That's exactly the time when you have to sit back and say, Lord, here, here I am. I'm coming into your presence. And the moment you enter the presence of God, those loads, it just falls away. Because I, I never understood, I never knew how to cast my burdens on, on, on God. Someone asked this uh, of me many years ago, and he said, how does this work? And, you know, I thought I, 
I know a lot and all that. I was, I was just a young Christian. And I said to him, yeah, you know, it's, it's like taking a fishing rod and you casting that, um, the bait with, a, with, a, with that weight, you're casting it into the water. He says, yeah, but Yanni, how do I do it? And I didn't know how to do it. And you know, later years, then I realized the moment you and I come into God's presence, in His presence, all these things cannot go with me. It's almost as if it's a narrow doorway. And it's only me that can pass through that. Then all these burdens, all these weights that are on me, they just, they have to stay behind. So that's why Romans 8, 1 and 2 says, Therefore there is now no condemnation. So there's, there's a place called there. So when you go through that pathway or that doorway, into God's presence, then all these burdens just fall away. They just stay behind you and they cannot cling to you. And you know, let me share this uh, story with you. Now, there was a storm. No, before the storm, let's just uh, go back a little bit. Jesus got into a boat and he said to the disciples, let's go over to the other side. And on the way there, Jesus uh, went down and he, he fell asleep in, in the boat. And while he was asleep, a storm stood up. A storm rose up on, this, um, on the sea around them. And they were fighting the storm and everything. And it, it really looked as if they were going to go down. Now, when they were so much in fear, they went and they woke Jesus up and they said, Jesus, don't you even care that we um, all perish? Don't you care that we're going to go down? And Jesus got up. He rebuked the wind. He rebuked the storm. And everything was calm. You know what he said to them? He said, why do you have so little faith? Where is your faith? And they were marveling. They couldn't believe what is happening. And they even said, who is this man that even the wind and the sea obey his voice? But the point here that I want to, want to point out to you, the important thing is where Jesus says, let's cross over to the other side. When you were born, Jesus said, let us cross over to the other side. So he never intended for you to walk alone. He always intended for you to walk with him. And where you go, he promises all over. If you look at Mark 16, at um, Matthew 28, everywhere where he sends us out, he says, I will be with you until the end of the age. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I will never leave you for, or forsake you, he says in the book of Hebrews. So it's so important to understand these things and to realize that God will never leave you or forsake you because he said, let's go over to the other side. And you know, just back to, to this incident. And it said the moment um, all these things subsided, they were on the other side. And that is just to show the moment you step back and you say, I cannot do it on my own. You pass through that doorway into God's presence. Bam, you're right there. So just remember that. When God said, do something, he already gave you all the resources that you need to do it, not only inside of you, but even on the outside, whether it's finances, whether it's people that need to help you, whether it's equipment, whatever it is, 
God has already provided everything that you need to get to the other side. When these obstacles come, it's just an opportunity to know and to see God's greatness and to step back and to say, Lord, where next? And he will tell you. He will guide you where to go and where not to go. And God, like it, it kind of says, God knows our frame. And I'm going to share with you something here from the book of Joshua, which is very close to my heart, because for many years I've been dwelling on this, and these things are really coming to play in, in my life right now. And from uh, the book of Joshua, chapter 1. Now, this is where the Lord commissions Joshua. Now, when I use Joshua's name here, please put you, replace Joshua's name with your own name. So when I'm reading here, I'm speaking specifically to you. So I believe God is speaking to you. Now, after the death of Moses, now let's see Moses as the old. So the old has passed away. Yesterday is not anymore. Today is, and tomorrow still is to come. So Moses here represents the old. But it says, now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, the Lord spoke to Joshua, son of Nun. So put your own name in there. The assistant of Moses. Moses, my servant, is dead. So now get up and cross over the Jordan. You and all this people. So there's a group of people that you have that God has basically um, put under your uh, management, if I can put it that that way, so that you can lead these people into something that God has given you to lead them into. To the land that I'm giving to the children of Israel, the land that, I, that God has given you to go and possess, even if it's in the spiritual, there's physical stuff that we need to possess. Now God is uh, continuing his speaking. He says, I have given you, put your name in there, Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread, as I said to Moses, as I said before, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites and to the Mediterranean Sea toward the setting of the sun will be your territory. Now, this is what I believe God is saying to you. He's given you a large territory, not just a small little piece of of brick. He's given you a large territory and you have to go and possess that territory. But it's not only for you. You are just the one who have to open the way or lead the way rather so that these people can go with you so that they can inherit and take possession of what God has given them. So that's why I'm always saying to you, please hear me. You've got a very important part to play. God he, he, he needs you. He cannot do it himself here on the earth. He will always work with you. He will always put everything in place so that you can do what you need to do. But you have to take that step. You have to continue walking. You have to continually step out and do what God tells you to do. So let's continue. And this is important. God says here, and this is this, well, also with, with our topic, or our title, never give up. God says it to him. To, he says it to you. No man will be able to stand against you all the days of your life. As I was with 
Moses, as I was with all those in the cloud, all those ones that were before you, I will be with you. I will not abandon you. I will not leave you. Remember, I'm speaking to you. Put your name in there. And then God says, because he knows that you and I, we sometimes are afraid. Now listen to what he says to you here. Be strong and courageous, for you shall provide the land that I swore to their fathers to give them as an inheritance for this people. Be strong, the second time. Be strong and very courageous in order to act carefully in accordance with all the law that Moses, uh, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn aside from it to the right or to the left so that you may succeed wherever you go. Now this is now God is giving a method. Now in other episodes I've dealt on this so I'm not going to go into much detail here. But just listen. Now God is saying to you, he says this book of the law God's word must not depart from your mouth. It must not depart from your mouth. You have to meditate on a day and night so that you may act carefully according to all that is written in it. For then, if you do this, if you meditate on a day and night so that you can um, act according to everything that is written in it, then you will make your way successful and you will be wise. Now listen, the third time God says here to him, Have I not commanded you, not asked you, haven't I commanded you, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. So this is God's word that I'm speaking to you and I want you to hear. God is saying, Do not be afraid or dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And this word dismayed, when you go and look at the the meaning of this, this is really to be concerned and distressed, caused by something unexpected. And if you really go and look in the context there, it almost um, uh, says, don't go and lie prostrate before this thing. Don't let this thing weigh you down and get you out of action so that you are um, helpless and hopeless to do anything. That's really what it says. So God says, don't get there. Just go on. I've got everything. I'm with you. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. And then just after this, Joshua commanded the officers of the people. He says, go and get the people ready so that we can move. And that's what I'm telling you today. Get yourself ready. Command the people that God placed around you or the resources that God placed around you. Take all the things that God has given you and get ready to move forward. You need to move forward because if you don't move forward, you stay exactly where you are. And that's really my word of encouragement to you that um, never, never even give it a thought of giving up. And when you feel like giving up, just sit back. And just focus your eyes on, on, on Jesus and, and just meditate on that. And just enter into God's presence so that all these things can fall off your shoulders. And that's just when you almost like rising up, like uh, Isaiah says, on wings as eagles. And you begin to soar. And you begin to see things from a totally different perspective. As if you're seeing it from 
from above there, up, up above in the air, and you see, but that was not so difficult. That was just a small obstacle because David says, he says, with my God, I will storm a troop. With my God, I will jump a wall. I scale a wall. So no enemy, no wall could stop David because he said, with my God, I can do it. So I'm encouraging you today. Just keep on going. Just humble yourself before God so that he can exalt you, so that he can take you up on these heights in the spirit so that you can see where you need to go, so that you can see the place where God is taking you and uh, that he promised you that it's not impossible to get there, that he's made everything possible, that he's given you everything that you need so that you can accomplish that. So I really trust that this message encourages you not ever to give up. And if you feel discouraged today, listen to this message again, because I really believe this is, contains some, some valuable nuggets that can just help you to get your focus away from the circumstances. Look up and you will see the salvation that God has already wrought for you. And if you know of someone that needs this message also, please share it with them, family member, a friend, so that we can get this message out, so that we can encourage people, so that we can rise up this army, so that we can fight the good fight of faith. Thank you so much for listening. I'm looking forward to chatting with you in the next episode. Thank you so much for tuning into the Rise and Shine show today. Please hit that subscribe button and share this podcast with your friends and family. I'm looking forward to seeing you in the next episode.